Josh, you know my trust level with Perry Spencer is very, very high whenever he's like the only person that's been on my phone for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> that's that's when you know you have a high trust level with someone. People I would trust with my phone. Huh? Right? Right? People I trust with my phone. Well, two of them are in this room right now. Robbie DeRossett and Perry Spencer. And then the other one's on the other side of this uh, this very radio program. Josh Helmer. Uh, have I properly said good morning, Josh? Have we properly got our introductions in here today? Good morning, my friend. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm excited in there? because <laughs> how am I really doing? I am soulless, and I am without want for life right now. Um, but I'm excited because in 30 minutes from now, the athletic director of the University of Tulsa, Rick Dixon, is slated to come by, uh, hang out with us, talk some TU athletics. And I- I've said this a lot. You know, we're the home of Sooner fans, so we're bringing Sooner talk to uh, Tulsans, Tulsaites, 918ers. We're bringing them all day, uh, Sooner talk. Tulsanians. But I do, Tulsanians. Yeah, take some, sir. They're all yours. Get your ref koozie. There you go. I've almost given them all away. Thank you, man. We appreciate that. Um, but take I also want to come, I want to uh, I want to bring some TU talk, right? So I, I put this, let me let me share something with you real quick on twitter.com and i found this to be very very intriguing in my world because yesterday or no when was kevin wilson named the head football coach at the university of tulsa when was that like tuesday started to kind of make the rounds tuesday or wednesday regardless i saw a really good tweet from dave sittler and speak of, should have told Dave Sittler to come by. What am I doing? I get so excited that I'm coming to Tulsa. But I saw this tweet from Dave Sittler. And he Monday, was retweeting. Thank you. Monday. Okay. He was retweeting a Kevin Wilson quote from his press conference where he said, we've got to put a good product on the field. If you win games, they'll come. Which I think we all agree, right? So, Sittler retweeted it and said, it will be interesting to see if Sooner fans have Coach Wilson's back and buy some TU season tickets. I guarantee you Bob Stoops has his back. And, of course, being a TU alum, right, happy for Kevin Wilson. I retweeted it and said, great point by Dave. Would love to see that. Now, it didn't get (laughs) – someone replied that I had muted. Sorry about that. Um, it, (laughs) It didn't get the traction that I had hoped. Nor did it really elicit, like, a response that I thought. Let me explain why. Marvin hit me up on Twitter and said, simply put, no. (laughs) Like, okay. Uh, Scotty, why should I support a school I didn't go to? They don't buy OU season tickets, right? Jim, if they're coming to Norman for sure. So, I mean, I, I just, I mean, I don't understand what it's supposed to mean that they don't buy OU season tickets because I would say that there's a lot of TU fans that are OU season ticket holders, right? And I just, I don't know. Josh, I kind of I, I thought, yeah, man, let's go support Kevin Wilson. He's, he's awesome. This is going to be so cool. I wonder if they'll be in, I don't know what their assistant pool looks like financially, but I, I, I'm sure that there'll be some guys that – end up uh end up there that we know some faces that we know but i was i was legit shocked whenever i saw that kind of reaction what's up bill 
How are you, buddy? Dallas Bill in the house, ladies and gentlemen. You came late for the T-shirts, though. That's good. You good? It's good to see you, man. Love you to death. We'll still have dodgeball. Remember Robbie? Yeah, he saved saved the day in dodgeball. Dallas Bill literally saved the day in dodgeball for us. That's right. You knocked your glasses off, and then you got hit in the face. Very con. Do they still do that in the BOK? Okay. Sidebar, this is going to happen quite a bit during this show. Um, back in the days on 1430, the buzz, Josh Helmer, uh, we had an event called Dodgeball. It, was it called Dodgeball, Page? That's right. Okay. And so the BOK Center would host this massive dodgeball tournament, and it was awesome. And we would play, and we were faded. So uh, it was Robbie and myself and a couple of other buddies, and Dallas Bill won a spot to come out and play with us. And literally at one point, we were down to Dallas Bill being the only dude left. <laughs> and we're all, like, standing up, come on, Bill. And he got one guy back in. You're the man. And then he got rocked right in the face, and it was over. So, yeah, I think that eliminated us, too. I think it did. That's, I think that knocked us. That's too bad. I thought, I uh, I thought if you got hit in the face, isn't that supposed to be, this is not dodgeball the movie rules? That counts. This isn't dodgeball the movie rules, no. And, and, in fact, that was a point that Bill had brought up is they hit him in the face. That was supposed to be a rule, but good to see you, Bill. Yeah, aren't, aren't you supposed good, to, like, Look at according you. to dodgeball the movie, you're supposed to get, like, four players back. You are. You are, but apparently that wasn't the case there because, I mean, we had four players that were ready to get back in the match, and they might have stumbled back in the match, but they were ready to get back in the match. Um, all right, anyway, back to my point on TU. <laughs> good to see you, buddy. Back to my point on TU. I thoroughly disagree with kind of that mantra why would i want to go do that every single dollar out there right now is precious right i mean everyone um everyone needs some coin everyone needs their i'm not like breaking news here i feel like i'm staying i'm like a preacher right now. i'm walking down listen here brian listen here (laughs) but um in reality that discretionary income is always a challenge right and i'm not saying if you can't don't um it, it, or if you can't, you still need to, is my point. No, 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 that's not it. My, my point more than anything else is if you can, that'd be kind of cool, right? We'll talk to Rick Dixon about it coming up here in just a bit. But does that surprise you at all that that reaction would be, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Why would I do that? What, or is that just no, kind of like a normal? Okay. Yeah, not at all. I'm not surprised. Uh, because there's, you know, a lot of Oklahoma fans that are like, ah, it's okay. I'm going to support the University of Oklahoma. Which, mm. I don't know, maybe, maybe the tweet should have been worded, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State fans. It, it shouldn't just be University of Oklahoma specific in that regard, right? It's really about right. the entirety of the state supporting the University of Tulsa, if you can. But a lot of people's reaction is this too, Plank, is, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I've got other responsibilities on game day, and they don't involve the University right. of Tulsa, right? And I think that's where right. a lot of people's mind goes initially. Here's something else, though. And, again, we'll have the – hey, look, there's Louvis Basin, ladies and gentlemen. The the one sales guy left for the buzz. Let's go. Hey, Brian, this is the dude we need to talk to. This is Mr. Tulsa right here, Lou. Um, what's up, Lou? How are you, man? I'm live on the air. You know, I don't care. Good to see you, buddy. Um, Tulsa's future schedule is going to have a lot of, I think, Thursday and Friday games, right, and maybe even on Wednesday. So, you know, you're right. On Saturday game days, it's one thing. I wouldn't expect you to choose, say, Tulsa over OU, but there's going to be other opportunities on non-Saturdays to get out and support to you. So, I don't know. 
maybe maybe I'm being a homer for the alma mater, but I was just a little bit surprised by the way that that tweet was handled whenever I threw it out. Um, a couple of quick tweets on this. Air Comfort Solutions Tower. This one's on this, good from Kelly. Me. Yeah, Kelly and, Br- and Beggs writes, I graduated from OU but grew up and graduated high school in Tulsa. I support both programs and don't feel bad about it. I don't understand why people wouldn't do both. And this is also Oklahoma State fans, too. I mean, this is OSU fans as well. And I know that Paige and I have joked about it quite a bit. And, hell, I did radio here for – well, I've, we're still doing radio here today, but I lived in Tulsa for 20 years of my of my life, if not longer. Gosh, it was longer than that. What? You got season tickets to both? Paige has season tickets to both? <laughs> well, hey, the athletic director is coming on in 20 minutes, so you can talk to Rick Dixon about ingress and egress. Um but no, in, in all seriousness, Josh, I um, I'm like that. I, I like that. You know, I, I, I don't see why that's a, um, I don't see why that's a bad thing. You know, to go ahead and say, hey, I'm, grew up here. I love the Sooners, but I go to TU, and I'll tell you what. Well, I was saying I lived here a long time. There's a lot of Oklahoma State fans here too. They can do the same. Sometimes maybe you're just like I'm done with football, or I'm done with basketball, whatever. But yeah, I just I've never really kind of understood that. Um, forget everything else. I'm not going to help him out. Um, <laughs> here, this is good. Uh, right wing zealots. I noticed that amongst the left wing house ads, there are few mentions of leftist wing nuts by the woke DJs at the ref. Yeah, you got. All right, buddy. Ding ding ding! Uh, this you got us. Uh, uh, blocked. <laughs> we're not doing. <laughs> we're not doing politics. This guy is grinched and moaned more about NIL. Travis, I'm sorry. The 307 that you're fighting with on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, blocked. Yeah, blocked. blocked. <laughs> um, here's one from Realtor Chris. Uh, <laughs> all I tried to say was you should be, or you would be so conflicted if Baker did it. At least I called it before it even looked possible. I thought you would be retweeting my amazing prognostication. Instead, I got blocked on the night of OU's second biggest win of the year. <laughs> I told you, like I said, I went into a blind rage once that game got over. So basically, if you had tweeted at me during the game, I probably probably got blocked. Um, I'm just saying, it, it, it happened. You, you got blocked. I tried to block myself. Um, wait, is this, is this a joke? From the 918, why is Plank blocking people? Listen, sir, sir, don't put yourself on this list no, right now. No, don't do it, Plank. Don't do no, it. I, I don't think there needs to be any any clarification on that. <laughs> uh, see you, Lou. I think they might I appreciate just, you, buddy. Might have just caught Good a see portion of your conversation and were genuinely curious. Um, this was this is actually a really good question. Blocked for bad um, behavior, by the way. Blocked for bad behavior, yeah. Um, the 731 asks and brings up a really good point. Did you see Pete Thamel's report on the Atlantic Sun Conference and the WAC pairing up to attempt to a move up to FBS? Dude, I thought that was awesome. And I've got to be honest with you. I don't, I don't really, and I think Sooner Zach sent this to me yesterday. Ten schools have come to an agreement to form a new football-only conference with the stated goal of moving from FBS or to FBS from FCS, and uh, again, love this idea, right? And and you could find a niche somewhere, 
but according to the report, the remaining football members of the ASUN and the WAC have agreed to form the foundation of a 10-member football-only conference with the intention of becoming the 11th FBS conference. Sources said the founding documents from the league state the group intends to move. Oh, look, some Boyd Streets. Good call. Intends to move from what is currently known as the FCS level to what is the FBS at the earliest practical uh, practical date. Here's the schools: Stephen F. Austin, Abilene Christian, Utah Tech, Southern Utah, and Tarleton State, along with Austin P. Eastern Kentucky, Central Arkansas, and North Alabama. UT Rio Grande Valley is also expected to join in 2025. That would be the pro. That would be the tenth. Member And the goal is for the conference to start playing in 2024 with nine members and try to jump to the FCS level. So that's cool. We would have a tie, though. Keith Patterson, who was a longtime Tulsa assistant, is the head coach at Abilene Christian. So things things looking up on that side. Um, <laughs> okay, listen, we don't need to start having this fight over who did or didn't go to the school. From the 918, OU would probably lose half of its fan base if it were only people who actually attended the school. Now, why do we why do we need to take that shot here today? Why is it even necessary? Um, oh, and here you go. You know what? You know what, Josh? This is a good point. Final text before we break. I guess folks didn't hear Baker talking about Mule Shoe last night. You catch post game show? I was the only idiot. Who was he building up? Lincoln Riley. Just saying. All right. And who else did he talk about whenever he was asked? Former OSU quarterback Zach Robinson. Let's call Joe C. Get that statue out of here, right? Let's. <laughs> he beat the Raiders, and he's talking about Lincoln Riley. Let's go. Get it out. What I'm else? Sorry, what else do you need? Good. Yeah, that's decides it right there. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, Brent from Jinx with one more quick one, Josh. This one just came in on the on the OU Tulsa conversation. I'm from Enid and grew up an OU fan. I now live in South Tulsa, Jinx. I'm an OU season ticket holder, but we always root for Tulsa and ORU. Rarely can we attend the games. If we're not at an OU game, we're at our kids' games. Keep it up. Love the ref. Boomer Sooner. There you go. I am, um, I'm a big believer, too, that you, you can make it work. But I understand, too, that kids – I mean, listen, I've talked about Robbie because I haven't seen him in months, but where, where are you when you're not here? Swim, right? Your daughter's doing swim. Where where am I when I'm not here? I'm, I'm at probably some stupid horse race somewhere, right? <laughs> Sorry, it's it's a barrel race. I'm 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 sorry. I shouldn't say. Where where, where are you? Yeah, you're in rodeo. Listen, we need to talk during the break. How do I get out of it? <laughs> That's I need to know how I get out. Of it. Okay, medically. But no, I um, I I I I love that idea, right? You you can't always get to the games, but you have the tickets. You can give them to someone, right? Like Paige giving away tickets today to the OU Arkansas game on Saturday, courtesy of the OU Club of Tulsa. Can't get there? Give them away. But, yeah, I, I've i never understood, like, that confrontational, well, I'm an OU fan, so I can't be a fan of, of Tulsa or, or vice versa. I'm an OSU fan, so I can't support Tulsa or I can't support ORU basketball. It's Division One basketball in a, in a pretty big city, so embrace it. We're going to talk to Rick Dixon about it coming up in 20 minutes, but let's quickly get back to some portal talk when we come back. The latest names, at least, of interest for Oklahoma coming up right here on the Home Senior Fans. We're live from Tally's in the 918. It is Tulsa Day, 918 Day on the Ref. It's brought to you by Air Comfort Solutions. Your total 
home solution for plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and electrical. Make the winning call today, Air Comfort Solutions. I turned to Air Comfort Solutions whenever it came to getting a new air conditioning unit in my house. You can trust me. All right, so Robbie had asked a good question. The portal window. So it's open. It's the window for players to put their name in the portal is only open for 60 days. And at the FBS level, the first window opened on the 5th and closes on January 18th. Now there's a second window, and it's right after spring ball, and it's also open for about 60 days. I don't think you're going to see the craziness of the second portal window, window like you did in the first, because it's, it's not 60 days. It's only like 14 days. It's May 1st to May 15th. Well, and people are so. trying to get where they want to go, right, for spring ball. Right. I mean, things would – and we saw some movement at the end of uh, last year's spring, and probably you will continue to see that. But, yeah, the majority of the movement, it's going to happen right here and right now. That's right. That's right. This is it. This is it. <sighs> Pierce. Pierce level holtz on the super secret textosa line. Chris, I have to ask. What are your thoughts from last night's game? No, you don't have to ask. Brian and Tulsa and I were joking about it during the break. I'm very happy for Baker, I think is one way to put it. Very happy. Hey, are you really, though? I mean, are you just saying that? Are you really happy for him? Because I wouldn't be. If I was in your shoes, I I wouldn't care at all. I'd be frustrated. Here's, Here's what it does officially for me. It ends all my hope, right? I needed that to be put to an end. This team's not going to the playoffs. They're not any good. So I needed that. I needed that knife in in everything that was hopeful involving the silver and black. So as long as as long as that happened and it happened at the hands of Baker, not say Mahomes, Herbert, or for goodness sakes, Russell Wilson, I'm in a better place today. <laughs> Had it been Russell Wilson, Josh, you I may not I may have called off the show today. I might not have shown up for nine one eight day. I might have said, I'm out, I'm not coming here. Seven one-score losses. That's frustrating. Seven one-score losses. How how awful is that? It's just terrible. And every single game, they had a lead in at some point. Just terrible. Just terrible. Oh, gosh. All right, let me get back to the Air Comfort Solutions text line. 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. Or um, you can hit us up at 405-329-9000 on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. Here's good from the 405. I don't know why I'm not using the prep page, Josh. I'm just basically, I'm like uh, shiny things. You put a t- you put a text in front of me. I'm reading it. Was driving when you guys were talking about Coach Washington. I think he'll do a great job in time. He was thrown into great expectations in a rebuilding year. I want to see what he can do next season. I don't feel like there's this backlash of people that don't want to see him. Right? I don't think there is. There's not like an anti-LD Washington mindset, is there? Uh, There's some people that want a different wide receivers coach that want somebody, you know, that's definitely experienced and all those sorts of things. But is there this large faction of the Oklahoma fan base that's very, very upset about LD Washington? No, I don't think so. And and I think that there's – we've seen some texters this morning, Plank, that agree with the idea that – Give LaDamian Washington more time. Let him grow. All of those things that we talked about. Be a great recruiter, right, first and foremost. Hey, those mm-hmm. are LaDamian Washington qualities. So I would uh, 
say that it's mixed on that front, right? That there are some people that are like, no, it's you. You got to get somebody experienced in there, and then there's other people that sure. would agree with the mindset of, hey, he can do this job. He's ready for this job. I think he's ready. I'm fascinated to see how it might turn out, but I, I really think he's ready, Josh. I want to see him get that shot. Um, other topic we've been talking about. Oklahoma fans supporting Tulsa. Oklahoma State fans supporting Tulsa. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I, uh, I, I do like this from Ted. He said, I can't block people on the text line anymore because we need dumb people to make us look smart. <laughs> I think you're right, Ted. I think you're right. Okay. All right. You know what that means for today, Josh? I am unblocking everyone on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Whoa! Back from yeah. uh, back from the dead. Yeah, everyone is getting on. Now, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and I don't know if it's even possible. I'll have to ask Perry. That sounds like but way too much work. I think there is like a one-click. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I think I'll be able to. I'll Yep, I'll be able to easily do it. So, Ted, on your advice... I am unblocking everybody. Yeah, there's really not that on many. the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I think there's a few more than we even realize, <laughs> to be honest with you. But I'll I'll find. Let's see. Uh, Edison. No, I don't want to do that. Anyway, uh, you got it, Ted. For you, anything. And Teddy Lehman says we need more people to be crazy people. I'm with you 100. percent Anyway, here's Jim in Arlington's text, uh, which I think is who would is, not is be a good way ever in danger of getting blocked. Yeah, Jim won't get blocked. Uh, guys, it would benefit OU fans to support Tulsa because when OU starts playing Arkansas, you're going to want the Tulsa fans to return the favor to combat all those Hog fans up here in Tulsa. There's a lot of Arkansas fans in Tulsa, too. I mean, a lot of Arkansas fans in Tulsa. We've got it's It's one of the more diverse cities for fan bases in the college ranks, right? You've got Oklahoma State fans dominate here you've got arkansas fans tons of people you got um oklahoma what am i talking about oklahoma fans obviously here you've got a much smaller faction of tulsa fans who i always feel like need to be louder and and need more support need to be younger somehow some way if we can make that happen but i just i don't know man i don't know josh i just for some reason it's been hard to break through for tulsa in everything and i mean everything that you know it w- would behoove the university. That would behoove their athletics department. They they deserve support. <laughs> Five eight zero Nate writes. Plank just pulled an Enron, uh, an Elon. Yeah, I unblocked everyone. What's up, DT? How are you, man? Long time no see. All right. So uh, Tulsa's media relations director has shown up. So we'll take a break because Rick Dixon, TU athletic director, is going to join us on site next. Plank show right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. This is the Ruff. All right. Welcome back to Tally's. We are um, beyond pumped to be joined by the athletic director of the University of Tulsa. He is Rick Dixon, and he is on site with us. Rick, good morning, Chris. Thank you so much, man. It's hey. good to see you. Good to see you, so, and good to be at Tally's. Yeah, I know. You're saying this is a regular stop for you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not too far from campus. Uh, great vegetable soup and, and uh, pepper jack grilled sandwiches. All right. I know what I'm going to try on the way home. <laughs> That's then. right. Um, okay, let, let, let's, let's drill down just here on you personally. What brought you, – you were probably in a position after an incredible run at Tulane. You could have um, retired and golfed or whatever the hobby is. What brought you back to athletics? What really said, all right, I want to 
Uh, and not just back, but to stay yeah, for a while. Yeah, those are two two separate uh, questions. Oh, okay. We and, got time. Uh, we got yeah. time. <laughs> so, so the first thing is, uh, Chris, I, I, you know, after, as we were reminiscing at the start of this, both of us being you a student, myself a young 32-year-old AD at Tulsa, uh, leaving here, going to Washington State, and, you know, seven years there in the uh, mid-late 90s, and then moving to Tulane, and 16 years there, and we had uh, retired in 16 after a 30-year career, and traveled a bit, Brenda and I with our three daughters and son, said that we're now grown and, and starting their lives, said, you know, we have to at least go do some of the things our kids have done, go to Europe once, go to South America. <laughs> After nine or ten months started uh, consulting, it was a funny story, but I think somehow uh, Miss Brenda sent out uh, an, email, an email to maybe our 13 or 14 uh, protégés that, that I was fortunate to work with, worked under me and, and got into the business that are either ADs, commissioners today, and said, you know, you guys have something for him to do, maybe a project or something. And next thing you know, I'm doing consulting. And <laughs> so your wife was like, "All right, listen, I got to get something right. for him." <laughs> After one year of wonderful travel and intimacy together uh, internationally, we came back and it was like, "Okay, I like you better when you're busy." And so, uh, anyway, that's what I was doing. And uh, when when TU reached out and asked if I could if I could help, you know, I'd kind of assumed it was in the role of a consultant that's what mm-hmm. i've been doing for many many universities and uh, offered my services uh, for that and probably probably bad if i ever consult again but since certainly i'll do it gratis because it's my mm-hmm. alma mater and that's it, right it launched me and so forth and and was quickly told and now we're we're uh, we're more in need than just a consultant we we need you and we need you here now uh for some of the things we're facing and mm. After about a month's deliberation, I guess in the October of 20, we had just come driving home from Chicago to New Orleans. This is right at the onset of COVID. And uh, I remember uh, Tulsa and Oklahoma State. It was that weekend, mm-hmm. late September of 20. And then finally, after multiple phone calls for several weeks and realizing I couldn't just get out by consulting uh, <laughs> remotely, uh, would make to make the move back in uh, driving we we uh, had plenty of time to talk and then on a on a conference call uh, with the interim president then and said he said we'll get back to you and I'm, I remember looking at Brenda when we hung up and said do you think they know I haven't even worn anything but fishing shorts and flip-flops for the last three years so anyway Chris it was the, so the sum of it is this it, it Nowhere else would we have considered it. Well, you're, you're a Tulsa guy. You went to Tulsa Bishop guy. Kelly, went to college yeah. here too, right? right? Right, and and beyond, you know, being able to be a student athlete and having, you know, my education opportunity provided, it it also launched a career. Right. So that that those three steps make it pretty unique. You um, also, and and I'll, we're hanging out with Rick Dixon, athletic director of the University of Tulsa, who's kind enough to spend some time with us here at Tallies today. Um, that was an the the first run. All right, 90 to 94. Mm-hmm. That was incredible because my freshman year was 93. So you look back on, gosh, you hired Tubby Smith, right? You, you, you brought in one of the greatest head coaches in the history of the University of Tulsa, became one of the great head coaches in the history of college basketball, right? Um, you, you, now, did you hire Dave Rader? Did you bring no, him? Dave was uh, okay. uh, who 
uh, and I certainly would have if right. that would have presented itself. <laughs> but Dave was uh, here; had already right. served a year, uh, I believe, in '88. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe actually '87 was mm-hmm. his first year, right? And I came in in the fall of '88, and was uh, kind of like the deputy number two, and uh, uh, probably by. 89 had become mm-hmm. the AD, so Dave and I started working together in 88, but he'd already been head coach for a year. Yeah, my point is, it's I, I have to know, because you are you just hired, well, you hired a basketball coach last year. Mm-hmm. You just hired Kevin Wilson as a football coach. You're in the process of hiring a volleyball coach as well. From when you hired six? Since I've been back. You hired six? Well, this will the volleyball coach position, uh, vacancy will make six. In, wow. 25 months so. so much for that vacation and the fishing yes. shorts and stuff <laughs> yeah, right sir. but how different i mean how worldly different is that process today as it was whenever you had to hire people in wazoo or whenever it happened at Tulane? Yeah. how much has it changed well pretty dramatically uh especially the last few years you know that that so much of it's done remotely now and right. it's able to be done remotely and electronically and those things and and these last two in particular that I did last April uh, in, in bringing Eric Conkle up here for basketball and then these past uh, 10 days uh, pretty much just have been buried underground. Hmm. Last spring in a hotel room because a couple of our children and multiple grandchildren had come in to visit, which was planned, so I got evicted into a hotel room <laughs> where I was locked down for five or six days, fortunately. Uh, Brenda was visiting grandkids when this occurred, so I really? was able to stay in my apartment and uh, to really bunker down and go through. Once we'd gone through the evaluation process, right. and we'd, we'd created a profile, and, and the uh, headhunter helped me identify and also have communication with people that would be interested. We started with a list over 70 that by, you know, the second day it pared down to mid-30s, and then maybe zoom interviewed two dozen and then a second round for eight or nine and then brought you know four to campus so so a much different world so on that front you you said something there that was fascinating to me when rick dixon sits down to make that hire whether it's you know volleyball or one one of the six that you're gonna have to hire you create the profile of the kind of coach you want and then you find the person that fits that profile Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool Instead of just saying, hey, I hear so-and-so is interested, yeah, let's go right, talk right, to him. Because right. right? everybody, <clears throat> remember, so that so every place is unique. Mm-hmm. Privates, and I've been at two of them, uh, you know, Mama Mater and Tulane, are uniquely unique uh, just because the universities are so different. But even state universities and flagship universities are different, too. So making sure, you know, the coaching piece is certainly an important piece and a lot that externally people looking in just focus on that. But the other part of it is fitting into the, the puzzle that mm-hmm. is that university and community. You know, those are the pieces that have to fit. And when they're when they're not a fit, that impacts the coaching too. So for me, it was making certain that all facets, you know, mm. that coaching and in, in, in our you know, in our style and understanding our formula for success here, what it's been historically, that was a lot of the conversations with people once they had, uh, 
you know, you know, demonstrated or appeared that they did fit our profile. Mm-hmm. Those conversations were about well, here, here is the Tulsa story. If you look at throughout history, throughout peak eras, successful coaches, some common threads. You talk about understanding as uh, you know the smallest FBS school in, in America. You talk about a unique community in Tulsa. How important it is to connect with Tulsa. You know one one. One phrase I use through all of them is, if you add up all the TU students today, the TU alums living in a drivable five-hour radius to an event, and and then all the faculty and staff currently there, that's less than 1% of the metro population. So, you got so, a small group. <laughs> so you better be able to appeal to a broader audience, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, understanding the requirements of a TU the intricacies of it so it's and the other phrase i use it's not a four walls job you can't just stay inside the four walls you know and succeed at this job so uh, rick dixon is our guest Let, let's then are you able to hang till the top of the hour yes or, or do you have, no no okay, no. okay b- before i get a break i don't want to talk about I, I, I was told i'm your first and second guest yeah that's right <laughs> you, you don't realize how true that is right now um but before we grab our, our break and we'll come back and kind of talk about you know, what, what needs to happen to continue to recruit fans to the University of Tulsa. What, what stood out about Kevin Wilson? What really caught your eye whenever you were going through this process? Uh, uh, you know, several things, just some of the things already alluded to right. is about understanding what's been the successful formula at Tulsa, knowing the university, knowing the community, knowing the recruiting footprint, having had a presence in it or connected to it, you know, from inside out. The, the metro area, the state of Oklahoma, East Texas, Metroplex, some in Houston. Our greatest players, our greatest teams have been predominantly teams that are mm. made up of that kind of composition, number one. Number two is, is you know, the, the style of play uh, that he's been part of. Well, you know, s- some would argue that TU was, you know, the architect of the forward pass with Glenn Dobbs and so yep. forth. So, you know, that's part of our DNA. And... Uh, you know, uh, but somebody also that that is such a such a pro that can come in and immediately look. We it's not like we've been unsuccessful. Uh, you know, we we've had we, the consistency, uh, the consistent success has been the struggle, mm-hmm. and so you know being able to step it up in terms of just uh, accountability and and you know expectations and holding them to even a higher standard. Uh, and the other thing I liked. Uh, having kind of had some of that, you know, hadn't ever been asked not to work a job, uh, <laughs> but the fact that, that that happened with Kevin at a place that he had had some kind of unprecedented success. I even asked to leave after uh, being a bowl-eligible season mm-hmm. uh, at a place that that doesn't happen much. Uh, there was there was a little bit of burn in him, and that was very evident. Right. And that's very strongly felt that one more – one more at bat. Right. I need one more at bat. And so that little fire and hunger is an important part. Yeah, and you can see it. All right, quick break. Rick Dixon yep. is with us. We're going to talk about, um, again, those challenges that he brought up for TU Athletics. And I know TU fans are fired up to face it head on. Uh, what does it take? We'll talk about it next right here on The Wrap. All right, uh, final segment here with Rick Dixon, Athletic Director at the University of Tulsa. Uh, okay, what? in your opinion, we, we know that, there is more fans of Tulsa than we're getting to events, mm-hmm. right? And there needs to be more fans. What, what can we do 
Like what, what's, what's the charge out there right now to try so, to continue to improve that? So really it started with us. Uh, you know, uh, Chad, my really first opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. came up in the fall of 20, COVID, not allowed to have football or basketball fans, so I didn't really know. Right. Until the fall of 21, our football, and we'd come off a uh, championship run uh, season in 20, uh, played Cincinnati in the championship game, lost on a last-second field goal. Uh, uh, bowl season come in in mm-hmm. the 21 season have another bowl season and and then uh same thing in basketball two years ago they tied for the championship and then after seeing i just couldn't believe i think i used the team the term we were flat tire we didn't have air we didn't have energy and so it was really the spring of 21 that that dawned on me that we've got to you know, we've we've got to jumpstart this. We got to sh- get the shock paddles out, and and it's really what we've done in the last six months, and had and a lot of focus on not only the outward communication, which is you asked what what can be done, and that's where uh, you know companies like you and and others that we partner with can help us help us amplify that message. Is look, we un- we understand. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not your traditional model, but we're in a wonderful city. We're a hometown team, regardless of affiliation. My my entire, and believe me, it's very deep and extended family in this area, you know, that goes almost 100 strong throughout the greater Tulsa area is uh, all, with the exception of one, he and I are the only, both athletes, University of Tulsa alums. Mm. They're all either Oklahoma State or OU alums, yet... Because of us, because it's Tulsa's team, we're representing all of us, and Oklahoma, a different model. We're not a, we're not a, uh, we're competitive in the sense we're in the same arena, but uh, we're just a different model. It's like we're not Washington State or Washington or Gonzaga. That's that's more, but we do it in all sports and football as well. So, you know, em- embrace that different model. Embrace this hometown Tulsa team. We've got wonderful student athletes great ambassadors for our city for the university and and we're right here we're not asking you to change allegiances we're asking you to add one which is us i loved it and that's kind of been my point throughout too um listen we we got a few minutes left i want to talk about some important people on staff and i think this has been a really smart thing that rick dixon has done You've surrounded yourself with people who are passionate about the University of Tulsa. Seeing Alvin Poo Williamson, mm-hmm. uh, he's awesome. Uh, Big O, Jerry Ostrowski, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's important to get. And I hate. I mean, I'm not sitting here trying to campaign for a job, but it, but if you need somebody, <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, you want people that love Tulsa, and you kind of because you're in that vein too. Well, that's why we came back, mm-hmm. right? Not not to the, any 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 people that mistakenly think these roles are. Uh, glamorous and and <laughs> sexy. It's like just right. come look at me. Right. I've aged twelve years in the last twenty months. So, uh, but without question, it's 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 the only reason Tulsa's in this arena, Chad. Mm-hmm. Is that if you look at all of our uh, you know metrics from enrollment to alumni base, all these things, we don't meet them. Right. But because of whether it's been our our, our employees, our staff our uh, coaches our fans it's that level of passion and, and in a city like this in a region like this that uh, we're able to reach higher and so that's really the that's really the the key component of it i was listening i was just they, they were there were some people that were like oh we they don't want to bother us because we're in radio i'm like no come in here and sit we're okay mm-hmm. we, we like the people all right um 
Oh, we got two minutes, okay. but I did want to remember a couple of people. We lost J.B. Haney this week. Yes. He was an integral part of not just the University of Tulsa, but TU, uh, the city of Tulsa. And I'm glad someone brought this up. I mean, Mike Fanning was such a great One, Wonderful, dude. wonderful guy. Don, Don Tom introduced me to Mike, and he was great friends with uh, my in-laws at the time. And you can add, uh, not a direct employee, but certainly an unbelievable benefactor since my early mm-hmm. days here. In the in the eighties and nineties, Larry Aiky. Oh my gosh, the Eggman! So the, How all I forget three that? of those in the last, you know, in this past uh, less than a year. And and they're they're all three people that made an incredible impact, not just on to you, but the city. And um, I just I, I did I didn't want this to go by without saying, man, yeah, they were pretty special you, people. Thank you, and and uh, you know, special people, special contributions, mm. always be special memories of all of them. This is awesome. Thanks for your time, Mr. Thank Dixon. You, Chad. Dixon. Good to see Have you a great again. rest of your day. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we will come back to Tally's and uh, celebrate 918 Day. How about that? Great stuff from the TU Athletic Director, Rick Dixon. We will go all in on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. And yeah, I, I just, for, for me, you know, last week we laid to rest J.V. Haney, and I, I hated that I couldn't get up here for that, but to be able to tip the cap to him, to be able to pay tribute to him, and Mike Fanning, not only uh, a great University of Tulsa employee who had helped out with quite a few things, but also uh, Tulsa Edison grad, played defensive line at Notre Dame, uh, an all-pro uh, with the Rams, passed away not, uh, what, a couple, like a month ago, right? Yeah, great dude. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back to Tally's. It's Plank Show on the Ref.